Good morning. Good morning. Sarah's fresh here from Dance Fit. Yes. Freezing. Nice. I'm freezing. freezing in the pod room. Because she's always got her house so cold and now I'm like it's not that cold. sweaty and freezing. Yeah. How was it? It was good. It's, fun. it's a good workout. Yeah. Yeah. My daughter went with me because she's home on college break. Mm-hmm. And she said it's really weird to go shake your booty with your mom. Yeah. <laughs> is that like the first time you guys did? Well, because Dance Fit's di- it's not like hip. It is hip hoppy, but... Yeah, I mean, and there's hip hoppy, hip hoppy. <laughs> there is like definite like booty, 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 booty. Yeah, <laughs> song for sure. And she's like, "Oh my gosh, I feel really weird shaking my booty in front of my mom." I was like, "I was shaking mine." Yeah. She's like, "Yeah, and that's weird too." <laughs> so we're gonna have to bridge that gap. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah, so it gets less awkward. Well, I'm glad you went. Yeah, and we time. saw lots of our she's the boss moms. Okay, and friends and family there Fun. so yeah it's a good time yeah and she's going to see dr gardner today too so just all the people all the people perfect and to make up for our yummy cupcakes we ate yeah last uh, night cups? <laughs> yeah we had c cups. cups yes well that's perfect timing because today's episode is janelle canino yes and the cupcakes we had last night so on when we were recording we talked about how she does charity work mm-hmm. and they do a cupcake of the month and they donate the proceeds to a nonprofit. and so i just did the plug and i was like you know i have a nonprofit, <laughs> right <laughs> do you have one chosen for october and they have made us a special cupcake um so we're doing a murder mystery called playing dead and so they made a cupcake based off of that murder mystery what's it called it's like drop, drop dead drop dead delicious delicious yeah. yes and it's like chocolate and raspberry filling and chocolate icing and a little mm. raspberry on top. Um, and then they donate a portion of the proceeds back to us. So I went and bought, I'm like switching money back and forth. I had like 17 uh, of yeah, these cupcakes. I did. I went and bought it for the whole cast and crew because we oh, had good. opening night last night. Yeah. So that they could all eat our cupcake. Yeah. So, so they all got the cupcakes. And then everybody who goes to the show, it's a dinner show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was um, Luke. Yeah, I'm like marketplace. <laughs> marketplace <laughs> words are hard. Yes. yes, and so dinner was marketplace. I'm sure it was delicious. It was. Is that show running this next weekend? Just this weekend. So. Oh, what? So everyone's gonna miss it by the time we hear this. Yeah, we're really sorry. Yeah, they missed out. <laughs> so you better look at the calendar and see what's coming next. What's the next show? Uh, the one your daughter's in. Oh, not until Miracle on 34th? Mm-hmm. Well, that's going to be a great show. Yeah. <laughs> not that I'm biased or anything. But. <laughs> yeah. So Miracle on 34th Street, those tickets go on sale November 1st. Oh, so, perfect. Yeah. So all your, everyone can come see Molly. Yes. Come see Molly. She kills it. Yeah. She speaks Dutch. <laughs> I know. Like, it's incredible. Like she just is a native. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she looks like she could be. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, but Janelle is great. Um, you know, she started her cupcake shop, had no business experience either. I love her whole story. I know. She's just like, yeah. And we're just like, I'm going to make some cupcakes. Yeah. <laughs> and we just did it. So, yeah. So I love her story. I love her shop. Um, I've always loved her shop and I will make sure I send a video for you to post. It is our gender reveal that I talked about uh-huh. yep. and using her cupcakes and yeah, she just has a great story and also an inspiration of not letting like your business control your life mm-hmm. too. So yeah, that, 
I loved how she also talked about starting up and just how you have this vision, but you don't have to have it right off the bat. That mm-hmm. was a really good lesson for me because <laughs> I like to like have things be where they're going to be immediately. Really? Didn't know. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's shocking. It's shocking. So that was a good like, yeah, just relax a little bit. It's okay. It doesn't have to be exactly what you envision it to be immediately. Right. That's a process. So that was, that was really great. And just hearing about the whole family business. So, yeah. Well, and sometimes when we envision something, we don't, you know, we're guessing as to what our business is going to be like. So sometimes it is good to just kind of go in and figure it out and see, because what we might think is good or desirable might not be to our, you know, customers or clients. So I think, you know, that's not necessarily a bad way to do it. I think it's great. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. So anyways, but we love the cupcakes and we hope that you enjoy Janelle. I'm Sarah. I'm Caitlin. Two women discussing all things in business. Welcome to She's She's the the Boss. So you're in from Montana. Montana, yeah. Yeah. Um, we moved out there just over two years ago. Um, and it was just a dream of my husband's once he finally retired from the military. Um, he's like, I want to be somewhere where I can ski all winter long and uh, you know, have all the adventures of Montana life. So yeah. Have you guys been ever great. been there? We were there. Um, we actually went out uh with a military group for a ski trip one yeah. year. So that's how we found it. Uh, and then we went back again for another ski trip, went out in the summer and just fell in love with it. Uh, yeah. yeah. Ended up doing like a cross country um, RV trip to kind of look at other locations that might be um, a good spot for us. And uh, that was just it. It had all of the things on our list. So, um, yeah, we love it. That's a common place where people go because my husband had some training there for mountain there's all sorts of things the military does out there yeah and he's like i love it and i'm like i would go crazy (laughs) (laughs) i was really i grew up in michigan um so i knew what like living through an entire winter looked like yeah uh where my husband grew up in southern california so he had no idea i'm like no you don't understand so it took him probably gosh three years to talk me into even considering the idea (laughs) because of the winters yes Yeah. yeah And I love it. I I love the winters. It's not, it doesn't get, I mean, it gets cold, but it's not, I think you prepare for it there where Mm -hmm. here it gets cold and you're like, oh, it's probably going to warm up this afternoon. So I'm not even going to wear a jacket. Yeah. 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 Um, So you you prepare for it out there. Where in Southern California did he grow up? Um, San Bernardino. Okay. Yeah. Sure. I'm not super familiar with California. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So are you a skier or we were ski. you forced into it from the military trip no, like I was? Well, <laughs> well, it started there, didn't it? Uh, yeah, it started there. Um, Scott tried to teach me. It was snowboarding at the time. That was a disaster, of course. And um, then uh, we got into skiing and I did actual lessons with professionals and that went way better. So, yeah, we do. We would always do a family ski trip like once a year. Um, so one of the things we loved. Tell us about your family. You have children. I do. I have three. Um, my oldest is 25. 
And then Kay- that's Cole. Kaylee is 23. And then Caitlin's 14. So we started over 10 years later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And now the middle child, she's still here, right? Yes. Cole and Kaylee are still here. Oh, they're both here. So Kaylee actually runs our Pinehurst shop. Mm-hmm. And then my daughter-in-law, Val, runs the Southern Pine shop. Okay. So it's kind of a whole family family vibe. They didn't want to leave. They do want to leave. Oh. <laughs> yeah. They're dying to get back out, back out to... Well, Kaylee moved out to Montana with us um, originally and then ended up back here for different reasons. And um, so she's like working her way back out there. So... Yeah. Yeah. And, and then Cole and Val would like to move out there too, but they're on more of like a five-year plan. Sure. Uh, so, yeah. Well, that's exciting. You could have your whole family. I know. that Because that's the hardest part about living out there is not having the big kids out there with mm-hmm. us. We've all been, you know, we were here for the longest time. And um, yeah, so that's the toughest part. Did they go off to college and then come back or have they mm-hmm. always worked for you? Well, Cole joined the military. Mm-hmm. Um, so he did four years and then ended up getting out, working with K2 in town for a little while. Um, Kaylee went to college in South Carolina, um, University of South Carolina, and then came back. So, yeah. This Do, was kind of- everyone tells you you don't look old enough to have a 25-year-old. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I did have them young. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. I had, uh, Cole when I was 22 and Kaylee when I was 23. So yeah, yeah, yeah I had them. I young. mean, you can relate. I can relate. Wasn't oh, that yeah. much easier than with the one 10 years later for well, like physically for me. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Definitely. Like emotionally, you're just more mature right. and you know, you just kind of, well, we had a run with the, the younger two. So we kind of had already been through it, had a break <laughs> and then started again. So yeah, you're definitely, more patient and yeah, it's yeah, definitely and you just easier have when you're life older. Experience. Yes, you know exactly, yeah. what to expect, what's going on. Your yeah. frontal lobe is fully formed. You can make better decisions. <laughs> yes. I mean, there's so many things that I think of, you know, oh, if I had a baby now at 36, <laughs> now old am I, uh, th- I just would know so much more. Oh, for sure. And yeah. there'd be so many more resources, but I bet everybody says that, right? Like yeah. there's so much like when I had kids, well, that wasn't around. You just, yeah. Well, and you realize like what battles to pick. I was talking exactly, to my yes. friend on the phone the other morning and we were just talking about our, our college age kids. And we we're like, yeah, this is going on and this is going on. And I text her a picture. I said, meanwhile, my son is eating frozen chicken nuggets oh directly gosh, yeah. from the freezer. Yeah. Like he, he just goes and gets them. And I'm like, eh. I mean, you have the full gamut. Yeah. She was like, you would have never allowed that with your other kids. Like I would make, I would heat it up and I'd have all the vegetables and they sit at the table and you sit there until your food is done. And then you get up and now I'm like, yeah, I don't even have to heat it up. I don't care if you eat a frozen stuff pre-cooked. <laughs> but I'm also thinking that has to be disgusting. But he's like, it's like a popsicle. I'm like, okay. Okay, a chicken popsicle. Gross, chicken gross, gross. Popsicle. Yeah. yeah, there's so many times when the big kids, I call them the big kids, when they're like, you would never let us get away with it. I'm like, nope. live and learn. Yep. <laughs> yeah, Definitely pick your battles. And I read somewhere that if there is a certain, I want to say it's maybe a seven-year age gap, it's like you're parenting all over again. Mm-hmm. It's like you didn't even, you know, they're not you're not the same person parenting each group of children, essentially. For sure. Yeah. 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 And with birth order and psychology about that age too, or that age difference, the next one is like a firstborn again. Right. So you'll see a lot of 
similarities between mm-hmm. the one with the big gap and your firstborn and that oh, for that's us, so funny that you say that because yeah. we're constantly like she's like a little mini Cole like mm. some of the things she does so that's really interesting yeah so it's like a whole birth order thing it's just like having a firstborn again mm-hmm. well so. then I imagine too it's like having an only child it is yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> firstborn only child and she still gets the baby side of things <laughs> yes. because you know you let her get away yeah. with yeah. some stuff yeah yeah Wow. Okay. So you left two years ago and mm-hmm. C cups had been open for how long? What, tell us the whole origin story. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, back in 2009, is it? Oh gosh. I know. It's yeah. So hard. <laughs> I'm horrible with dates. Um, yeah. So 2009, my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer. Um, and we just went down there to kind of cheer her up, um, for a long weekend. Um, and then, as a lot of families do, I think you find yourself in the kitchen and I always loved to bake. I grew up baking and looking for every excuse to bake. It was my stuffed animal's birthday and, <laughs> and my mom entertained it and let me do all that. Um, so we were down there and, um, my little sister had this book, it's called hello cupcake. And it's just a book of like cupcakes and you decorate with different candies and things and make faces and characters and all that. And I was like, Oh, this will be a great fun activity for us to do. So we went and got a bunch of candies and made cupcakes and we're just sitting around decorating. I'm like, how fun would it be to have a cupcake shop, just cupcakes, nothing else. Um, and so I just kind of got that idea there and we toyed with the idea of the name, which my husband came up with. And, um, from there I just went home and I built a website and I started playing with recipes. So and it was like ball was rolling yeah, immediately. Yeah. What did you do at that time? I was a stay at home mom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I just started messing with recipes and that was quite a process, like just finding, um, the perfect ones. And I think at that time I had, Maybe I think opening day a year later, I had about 12 to 13 flavors. It was all. Um, But I started baking for Matthew's Market in Whispering Pines when it was here. And then um, all the cupcake shows started coming on TV, like Cupcake Wars and all that. And I was like, oh, no, somebody like, oh, (laughs) this is a thing now. (laughs) I know. So I was like, ah, I have to do it before somebody else does, basically. Mm -hmm. And so we started looking for places downtown Southern Pines and in Pinehurst and, um, found that little shop on Pennsylvania Avenue um, and just took off. I was like, oh, this will be fun. I'll hang out. I'll make cupcakes. (laughs) They'll be cute. I'll drink coffee. And I had no idea what I was getting myself into. Um, At what point did you realize what you were getting yourself into? Oh, day one. Day one. I had a friend come in. I was like, hey. She was like, oh, I'm off today. I'll come help you. I'm like, okay. I I probably don't need help. But sure, you could come in and hang out with me. And it was, we were nonstop just baking cupcakes and icing cupcakes and checking people out. And, um, yeah. Did you have a moment of like, holy shit, this (laughs) is a real thing now? Like, how am I going to do all of this? Yeah. Well, that was probably about a weekend when I was spending (laughs) from like seven in the morning till nine at night. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like seven in the morning till nine at night, maybe like Cole or Scott would come and bring me, um, dinner and we'd have dinner sitting in the lobby and, uh, not the lobby in the little dining room. And, um, then I would be back to like, okay, I have to mix cupcakes because I have to open again tomorrow. Right. And, oh my God, what am I doing? Yeah. Um, so immediately I was like, okay, I guess I'm going to need an employee because I can't do this on my own. I'm going to be burnt out in no time. What kind of marketing were you doing at that point? 
Word of mouth. Yeah, because it's not like you were like, oh, we've started an Instagram page or Right, yeah, that wasn't a thing then. Facebook was kind of, um, but I really wasn't into Facebook. I only joined Facebook so that I can, you know, put a a business account on there. So, yeah, um, yeah. And I would kind of sort of post on that. Small town yeah. and great location. Mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot of people were walking by. Mm-hmm. Did you yeah. have any training in like how to open a restaurant, all the food, <laughs> the food laws, the all of that stuff? No, none of that. I knew absolutely nothing about running a business. <laughs> I, I really had no idea what I was getting myself into. And, you know, it, it took a long time to, well, I say a long time. It was within a few months and I was just researching online, how do you open a business? I'd call the secretary of state and what do I do? And and I just figured it out. Yeah. Um, And then, you know, yeah, just figured it out. Had no idea. I was like, I just need to make enough money to pay rent and pay the bills and I'll figure the rest out. And that's pretty much what I did. (laughs) That's very familiar. Yeah. What do you think it was? Because before that, had you thought about owning a business? Um, I think when I was younger, I was like, oh, it might be cool. Like I was thinking, oh, like a little coffee shop and have little games for people to play, you know, checkers or whatever. So I think in the back of my mind, I kind of had an idea that that might be something um, I'd like. But no, before that, no, I was still figuring out my life. Who am I? Like, do I go back to school for something else? I just never found what I was passionate about. Because your kids were... So, gosh, Caitlin was two when I opened the first shop. (laughs) How I got through that, I have no idea. I know. I Uh, feel like I just blacked out during that portion of my business, too. Molly was two. Yeah. And my husband was military, so he was deploying. And then um, Cole and Kaylee were 10 and 11, 11 and 12. Yeah, so still needing you, for sure. Yeah. And and I remember sitting down with the bigger kids because they were into sports. I had to literally cut them off. Like you can only play two sports per season per child. I cannot Which do it any lot. Yeah. And um, we sat down with them. I was like, I might not make it to every single game of yours, which was terrible. I thought, you know, I was like, God. And, you know, I, f- I figured that out um, pretty quickly. Like, OK, I I'm leaving because I'm going to this game. And, mm-hmm. Uh, I've got to run them around to practices and stuff. So, um, yeah. So, yeah, I'm curious during that whole process of making cupcakes and thinking of the business, we should Mm -hmm. just do this. Mm -hmm. Like, what was your just aha moment of, yes, this is happening? Because it doesn't sound like there was a whole lot of like, okay, well, what if this goes wrong? Or how do I figure out this? It was just like straightforward. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think in the beginning I was like, oh, we'll just see if we can make it through the year. Like, pay the bills, whatever. And your husband's just like, yes, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. He was yeah. like, it's going to be great. It's going to be fine. <laughs> like, I don't know what you're worried about. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like I'm taking on a whole business. And at that time I wasn't really worried about, you know, having to pay employees and stuff. Yeah. I literally thought I could do it by myself. All of that. You're baking <laughs> cupcakes. You're checking people out. You're cleaning. Yeah. You're oh, yeah. dealing and with then, sanitation. The accounting yeah. stuff that goes. Yeah. I was doing that too. I yeah. was doing the bookkeeping. Have no business doing that, but right. I was doing it because I'm like, I mean, Who's I don't do know it? that I can afford to pay somebody mm-hmm. to do it, so I'm just going to figure it out. And thank God I took that off my plate. But um, yeah, so I don't. I don't know if I had a as far as your question of like, what was the aha moment where this was going to work? I guess we just stayed so busy that 
I was like, okay. I mean, I remember getting orders for like a couple months in advance. I'm like, all right, I guess we're stay, staying open at least that long. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, oh. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we, I just kind of was just rolling with the flow and yeah, you know. So it started as just cupcakes, but now you guys also do cakes, wedding cakes. Mm-hmm. And then I remember in the 20 teens, it became a big popular thing to make cupcake cakes and stuff uh-huh. mm-hmm. for your wedding, for weddings and mm-hmm. candy bars. And yeah, I was just talking like, to Catrice who does my hair. And she said, I was mentioning you were coming on the podcast and she get, said, oh, they did my wedding cupcake tower. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> she goes back when that was like a thing. Yep. Yeah. It's yep. so funny that you say that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. We did. We started out just cupcakes. I had zero interest in doing cake. So that was not something I was going to touch. I was focused on cupcakes and that's it. We had the brownies and the, we brought on like cake pops um, because I had to figure out what to do with leftover cupcakes and not go to waste. So, um, so we're like, oh, we can make them into cake pops and that's perfect. Um, and then I had an intern that started with me, Anne, and she was like, can I do cakes? And I was like, go for it, girl. Like, I don't, whatever, as long as you want to handle that. And she started doing cakes and then they got really popular and then she left and I had to do cakes. So, <laughs> and I, I started doing them with her. It, um, cause she, you know, she kind of taught me some things and, and she was learning from it, the experience of it too. So she started doing cakes and, um, we started doing cakes. <laughs> well, and some of the decorations on some of mm-hmm. your cakes are so impressive. And that's, why I was like, surely she had experience learning how to do all of that. So, no. <laughs> so have you always been a, like artistic? I really don't see myself as artistic. Mm. Um, I just, I, I think I have a really strong attention to detail. Mm. Um, but like, as far as like drawing and creating things, I don't feel like I'm creative. I don't, that might sound weird, but I, I don't consider myself that. So you learned it from her and then just had to keep going. And then you trained other people how to Mm -hmm. do it from then on. Or did you find someone that's like a cake baker? We, um, for the most part, we just trained everybody. Um, and then I did have a couple girls come in that, um, had already done cakes for either themselves or a different company. Um, and the struggle with that was, reteaching them yeah um kind of the way we do it and and why and and all that so um yeah they and from there yeah we pretty much train people from the ground up basically that's a tricky thing I think in Mm -hmm. a lot of industries is that you want experience ideally Mm -hmm. so you don't have to train the basics but then if they have too much experience you're like well, that's not how we do it. Right. Mm-hmm. So let me retrain you on our method yeah. and forget everything else, you know, because mm-hmm. that's not the way I want you to do it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So it does make it more challenging mm-hmm. most of the time. Um, yeah. We found that. So like even now, I'm, you know, Kaylee is wanting to move out to Montana. So um, we had to figure out something. What were we going to do with that shop? And I was like, oh, maybe we should just bring in. Oh, maybe I should just hire a manager. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how's that going to work? You know, like, how do I just bring in a manager who knows nothing about the business, nothing about how we operate things? They know how to manage a business, but I don't know if that's going to work. And I, I mean, I really it can s- work. It, it can. can. Work. It can totally work. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, yeah. So I'm like, how do you? Yeah. 
that's how we another can thing here. <laughs> and oh, yeah. be at work today <laughs> yeah nice yeah so yeah it can totally work what I think the biggest thing is is you have to find someone that cares about it as much as you exactly, and that's yeah. the scary part because mm-hmm. it's like and and that's for me why I had my best friend but I remember I think it was Brandy or somebody else that came on that was like oh yeah I just hired somebody else I didn't know at all mm-hmm. but it's finding that person that'll care about it enough because mm-hmm. you know sometimes I walk in I'm like Nobody took the trash out. Nobody noticed this handle was broken mm-hmm. on the door. Didn't yeah. think to tell me. So yeah, it is, it's nerve wracking, mm-hmm. but there are people that will care enough about the place and their job, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, no matter what their motivation is to, yeah. to do it well for you. So. Yeah. And I think you have to find those traits and there's so much stuff that you can teach, mm-hmm. you know, are they coachable? Are they trainable? Exactly. But do they have the foundational pieces of being a good leader and management skills and organizational skills and all yes. those things? And you're like, cool. Well, are, do you like cupcakes? <laughs> you <know? laughs> Even just a little bit. Right. We can, <laughs> we can train you on all the nuances of C cups, mm-hmm. but do you have these foundational pieces? Yes. For sure. And I don't think that, I think you are in a unique situation with my friend because you've said multiple times, finding somebody who cares as much as you do. And I believe that you will never find somebody who cares as much as you do because you have so much stake in the game. Like there's Mm -hmm. no way that anybody will take care of it. Like you would. Right. But as close to that as possible. And because it's your best friend, I'm sure she cares more than anyone else. I think she cares more (laughs) than me sometimes. (laughs) She's like, I don't think you realize how much I care about this business. I was like, I know, I know, I know. But sometimes I'm like, it's fine. It's okay. Stop worrying about it. It's not medication. It's not surgery. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like my daughter, Kaylee running the Pinehurst shop. She'll call me and I'm like, wow, she actually might care about this more than I do because she doesn't want to disappoint me, I think, Mm -hmm. is part of it. Um, And she just really has a passion for it. So it's nice to have family in there because you know they care about it. Well, I guess not all family would care about it. Your family. But my family does. So yeah. Was that always the plan for it to be a family business or is it just kind of fallen um, into place that way? It's fallen into place that way, I would say. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, Caitlin, my youngest, she, she was in the shop with me a lot yeah. um, when she was younger and and she loves to bake and stuff too. Um, Kaylee was really resistant in the beginning. Well, she was a teenager, so yeah, obviously. Yeah, she's like, whatever, cool mom. <laughs> yeah. Do your um, cupcake thing. And she worked at other places in town and then she'd help me out. Now, I think I forced them to help me on the weekends actually. Um, and I think uh, there's something to be said for that. Mm-hmm. And I know you probably weren't like you will work here or else. I mean, almost, but, yeah. <laughs> but I think there's something to be said for, no, you come in and you put in some effort and you're going to do some jobs that you might not like. You might mm-hmm. have to sweep some floors or mop or yep. whatever. Do the dishes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I think that that teaches a lot of character mm-hmm. for a teenager, for sure. That's what we're finding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. So wasn't planned. I never wanted to like push it on them. And, you know, I would ask for their help, um, on the weekends and stuff when they were teenagers, but, um, I knew it was my passion Mm -hmm. and it might not necessarily be theirs. I guess probably I was a little hopeful that it would be their passion or at least partly. Yeah. Um, but because I'm just curious, yeah. 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 Why, why were you hopeful that it would be just so we could carry on, um, just carry on the business and make it a generally generational um, thing. Legacy. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think 
for me, there's a little part of me that's like, oh, it would be uh, so easy (laughs) for me to pass this along to you. And then your life would already be figured out. And I could stop having anxiety (laughs) about what you're going to be when you grow up and know that you're going to be a productive person because I will let you have my business. And then I'm like, that's dumb. That's the exact opposite thing that you're (laughs) trying to teach them. You're trying to teach them to be independent and have their own Mm -hmm. thing and pave their own way and work hard and all of these Mm -hmm. things. But from like my mom's side, that's like, Oh, anxious, you know, I'm like, here, do this so I can quell my anxiety. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, right now that they're taken care of and that they're learning things very well that will help them in whatever else they decide to do. Yeah. The experience they're gaining is tremendous. Because Uh, Kaylee is what? 20? She's 24. Yeah. So that's a big responsibility running that shop. It really is. Yeah. And And she's she's doing, she's like, I don't know. I feel like I'm not doing anything. I'm like, I mean, you're running a business. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So that's pretty, you know, but she wants it to be hers. She wants to open her own shop. She wants to start it from the ground up. She's wanting to open one in Montana um, when she moves out there. So I'm like, well, I could start looking for places, you know, for you. And she's like, no, I want to do she everything. To do it. Um, which is great. Yeah. yeah that was going to be my, my question. If you were going to open one out there and start really branching out to other places. Yeah. So we have a, we started with a mobile cupcakery out there. So, so I figure, yes, I figure that'll give me a little bit more flexibility with, um, my schedule and Caitlin being in high school. Um, and then coming back and forth here to check on the shops here and, um, just kind of keep an eye on things here and then we're franchising. Yeah. So I figured it would give me the most flexibility. Mm-hmm. Um, cause it is when you have a shop as a full-time job. I'm, well, I'm finding that the mobile cupcakery is going to be full-time too. turns out. <laughs> One <laughs> Go of those figure. things again that you're like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, Ooh, let's, right. yeah we'll figure we'll it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, that's turning into kind of a full-time thing too, but the good thing about a mobile one though, is you can decide when you're open, whereas when you have a storefront, it's like, these are hours and Mm -hmm. regardless, you, you kind of have to open. I mean, again, it's not surgery. So if you don't, people just be like, oh man, I didn't get my cupcakes today. Yeah. They'd be like, why is C cups closed on Moore County? One star. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I went and my kid really wanted a cupcake. You ruined my child's day. Right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, There is more pressure. Right. So will you guys do like pop-ups or will it be, uh, events? Yeah. 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 Um, all the things. So, um, my main focus in the beginning of it is like the farmer's market. So where we are, there's three farmer's markets within, you know, pretty close within the little cities around us. Where um, are you? In that, in we're in Whitefish. Um, okay. So, yeah. Swoon. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome there. Um, so we're in Whitefish. So Columbia Falls, Whitefish, and Kalispell all have farmer's markets different days to the week. So it's three days. I'm like, perfect. And That's- that starts probably what? Well, it started back in uh, September. No. We're in September. We are in September. Mm-hmm. It started in May. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wherever it we is. are, whenever it, yeah. we are, yeah. Um, and um, most of them end the end of September. Sure, so, I was going to say. And, you know, of course, I thought I'd have the food truck, you know, back in May. Mm-hmm. It took a few extra months and then getting all the licensing. Yeah. So so we're still getting it together. Um and then so, but the Kalispell market goes through the end of October, I believe. So we'll jump in there and kind of get our feet wet mm-hmm. and, you know, see how that goes and, and be ready to go uh, next season. But in the meantime, there's little festivals and, um, 
you know, winter carnival downtown and things like that, that we can jump into. So I've heard yeah. it's harder to get a food license for a food truck than a brick and mortar. Is that, and by heard, I mean, I saw it on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> so you, yeah, you heard in the town square <laughs> yeah. Yeah. from <laughs> someone complaining that one of their favorite food trucks was closed or something oh, like yes, that. I and think it was I know like, what you're talking about. yeah, it was like this whole debacle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I am finding it more difficult, um, but here in North Carolina, bakeries fall under the Department of Ag, um, which is a little more laid back than the health department. Um, they still you, they still check all the same things, but we don't have like raw meats and things like that that they have to worry about. So when does it cross over? Is it the meat thing? I think it is. Yeah, okay. it's it's the raw meats. Um, so we're just baking baked goods. Um, we're not cooking or frying or any of that stuff. Right. Um, so that's when it crosses over. So with a food truck, even though it's still just a bakery, I had to go through the health department and I had to do, you know, the classes and the serve safe and all that, which was great. It was, I learned a ton from it. Um, but it, it is a little more difficult. Um, and then they're very strict on your hand washing station. And I mean, I am sure they are in, in the restaurants mm-hmm. and everything too, but it does seem like it's a little, it's been a little more than just opening the bakery here. Right. Yeah. Now, will you bake out of a kitchen and then? No, we can do everything in the truck. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It, it, well, it's a trailer. I t- call it a food truck, but yeah. it's actually a little trailer that will pull behind my husband's truck. Yeah. <laughs> so will you guys do that together? Um, no, it'll probably be mostly my thing. He, I mean, he'll help out where he can, but. Uh, and yeah, is he retired, been... retired or? No, he's retired and then in a new job okay or a few jobs jobs. I feel like he's more busy now than when he was in the military (laughs) so hopefully fulfilling jobs yes kind of yeah getting there I think yeah it's really tricky yeah and it's kind of like they're you know trying to find figure it out again as well so um yeah he's getting there he's he knows where he wants to be and um he's working towards that. So, yeah. How has that been just transplanting yourself from being here for so long and then going to someplace that you probably didn't know anybody Mm-mm, and nobody. planning down roots? How have you created a community? Um, well, <laughs> just kind of getting, trying to be involved with the neighbor, the neighbors. I mean, we, we live up on a mountain, say. so, um, we're kind of spread out, but we do have a really great community that we fell into, um, there and they've all been so helpful and welcoming. I mean, we're moving to the mountains in the middle of basically nowhere and Scott's never lived through a winter and, <laughs> you know, like we're trying to build a house and, and it's been a whole nother level of just stress and, um, everybody's been super helpful. So that's been great. Um, the biggest thing, like, you know, the, the big kids, as I call them, um, you know, they, they pretty much grew up here. So you know, families and you know, the kids and everything. So then when Caitlin started seventh grade, um, there, I was like, it's really strange to not know any of the kids, know Mm -hmm. none of the families. Um, so that's been the hardest part, I think. Um, just like, okay, who's who? And, you know, and most of these kids have known each other all that time yeah. growing up. Yeah. Cause um, it's not a transient town like here. No, <laughs> where, it, you know. it is starting to be a little bit. Interesting. Um, so there are some new kids coming in and, um, but, but yeah, not like here where it's military. Right. In and, and out. In and out. And 
Yeah. How is she moving? Because that's kind of a pivotal time. It is. And we school. we kind of planned it. We're like, if we don't move this year and get her in before high school or any further into middle school, we just can't do it. Um, so she still misses North Carolina. It's kind of slowly fading yeah. into, you know, but she still says, oh, no, as soon as I graduate high school, I'm going back to North Carolina. I'm like, mm, Cole and Kaylee are going to live out here by then, hopefully. And yeah. Uh, <laughs> And I think, you know, I think she's slowly easing into it. So we'll come back here. Hardest part is her coming back here and getting together with all of her old friends Uh, and then going back. So um, not this past summer, but the summer before it was really tough where we were going back. And I was like, should we just move back to North Carolina? Because this is heartbreaking. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I know Um, it's almost like you don't even want to come back because then, you know, the heartbreak. Yeah. Leaving. Yeah. Um, but now she's, she's doing, you know, she's making friends. She has her little friend group and she just started high school yeah. and, um, she's doing good. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think she she's realizing any that involvement. Sorry. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Does she want any involvement in the new food truck? She does because she wants to make money so she can buy her makeup and her clothes and all that sure. stuff. So, <laughs> so yeah, she's more than willing to uh, work and she, she definitely wants to do that. So that's nice. Yeah. yeah. And that'll help her create more roots there mm-hmm. for yeah. sure. Yeah. So tell me about franchising. We've had, um, I don't know if you know Luke from the marketplace, yep. mm-hmm. but um, he was on and talked a little bit about franchising mm-hmm. and it just seems like quite the process oh, it's a world we know it? nothing about yeah <laughs> we like, don't know yeah. yeah yeah it's a world I knew nothing about uh, yeah, as well I... but um so I had a lot of interest in people military spouses mm-hmm. moving away and they're like oh we don't have anything like C cups and we you know we would love to have it out here and um, most of them just wanted me to open a shop wherever yeah. they were or yeah. ship them cupcakes or whatever yeah. and I'm like oh that's gonna be kind of difficult for me I'm already sp- spread kind of thin so I don't know if that's going to work. But then we had people start saying, oh, you know, I would love to have one here and um, people just reaching out. So (laughs) one day on Instagram, I was like, hey, we're doing licensing agreements and we're going to open, you know, let us know if you're interested. And I had all these people emailing me. And this seems I was to be like, a theme. <laughs> Let's just like put it out there and see what this yes, is like. Yeah, so something so that I yeah. usually do as well. And then I get in over my head and I'm like, oh mm-hmm. shit, what am I going to do? do? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. all these people are like, yes. Yeah. So I was like, oh, wow. Okay. So then we're like, well, let's talk to a lawyer and see what it takes to get a friend, like not a franchising agreement, just a licensing agreement together. Like I don't, I never liked the word franchise. I was like, oh, that just sounds like big company, corporate, corporate, not like small family owned small town, um, which has worked for us all this time. So, um, so we're like, well, we'll do licensing agreements because in my head, I'm like, well, that's not franchising. So we're still small <laughs> town, you know? <laughs> and um, so we kind of started working through that. And I was like, oh, wow, this is like a lot. And I feel like I'm going to miss something. And I feel like we really need sound practices and processes and everything laid out mm-hmm. perfectly so that everybody can be successful and it can be consistent, you know, store after store and um had you written that stuff down along the way as you did it, or you were just in forward motion? Um, as far as what? As far as the setup and the policies and the processes. And yeah. All, were, like, was it already written out? Or once you decided this, you're like, oh, now I have to go write out all the stuff that's in my brain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, I actually started doing that stuff, like, actually um, 
weighing instead of like me, like, oh, let's put this in here and then we'll figure it out. And and then I knew exactly what needed to go in that recipe, but nobody else would. Yeah. So I started writing all that stuff down and, and writing down our routines and our process. I, so I started that gosh, probably a couple of years ago because I, Scott was starting to talk about, I want to move away and I want to, you know, get out of North Carolina because I was told to live here and, and now I want to pick my place. And so I was like, oh, okay. And at that point you were still baking and everything in the, in sh- the shop every day. Yep. Yeah. Both. Um, yeah. Well, at that point we didn't have my nurse. <laughs> okay. So we'll get, we'll, oh. uh, we'll come back to that. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, we just had the one shop and I was still trying to build a team to where, you know, I could get out of there every so often, um, which is a whole nother thing than just having a couple employees, right. Just trying to build a team and, um, have people, uh, that you trust. Um, so anyways, sorry, I got off topic, but so we started all the processes and then I realized this might be too much. Um, and I actually used the same company that Luke used. Okay. We kind of started it at the same time. He finished a little before I did, but, um, uh, yeah, so we found that company and sat down and talked with them and they write all of the, the books for you that you need. And, um, I was like, okay, this, this might be better than just having licensing agreements and, so we went that route. And so now when you meet with that company, did they give you any feedback as far as like, yes, this is a model that could be franchised. This, this should work. Yes. <laughs> or are they like, eh, you might want to tweak this in order for it to be more palatable for people? Um, yes and no. They actually con- contacted me. Um, a local guy contacted me and he was like, this, you know, it'd be because, re- okay, sorry. So we, Kaylee, this is how we got to it. Okay. Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. We got time. Okay. Let's so, um, so Kaylee was showing interest in wanting to move back out to Montana and I'm thinking, okay, what are we going to do with Pinehurst? It's too much for Val to run both shops. Um, cause she's still kind of working in the shop. Um, so we're looking at options for what to do with the Pinehurst store. Then we had, you know, and we had everybody, not everybody, but some people um, inquiring about places, shops of their own. Um, So when Kaylee started that, I kind of put out there, you know, the franchising agreement we're going to look to. So then the local guy, (laughs) sorry, I feel like I'm all over the place. (laughs) The local guy contacted me. He's like, this would be great to franchise. It's perfect. You know, in, in my mind, I'm like, is it or do you just want me right. to franchise. And so I did ask them the question, like, do you ever turn anybody down? Um, if they inquire about franchising, mm-hmm. do you tell them, okay, this isn't probably a good model or, right. or whatever. And they said they did. And they told me about a couple of businesses that they're like, you need to go and figure these things out before, um, you try and do this. So I was like, okay. Yeah. I trust you a little more now. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So that was a whole process. And, um, they do give you feedback. You get all kinds of questionnaires to fill out. Um, <laughs> that took me so long. Um, and yeah, you kind of work through the process with them and they've been, they've been great. Um, we're in the final stages of finishing it. We just have a couple marketing things to finish up and then, yeah, we're off and running. Once, once a franchise opens, how much work is it for you for that additional franchise? Another reason why we decided to um, sell off 
uh, Pinehurst as part of the franchise so that it would free me up even a little more um, because I want to have the time to spend with each new franchisee so that we make sure they're successful. Um, so there's a, a training period about a month um, where I'll work with them through um, a lot of things kind of um, book work more so and then they'll have two to three weeks in one of our shops southern pines most likely and then um we'll train them there through all the processes and everything and then we go to their new shop uh for two to three weeks and help them through grand opening and all that and setting everything up in training so it'll be some traveling and some time away but um it yeah. sounds well, fun. Yeah. Yeah. We'll it sounds it exciting. It does sound really <laughs> exciting. Yeah. yeah. And I think, I mean, I don't know anything about franchising, but it seems like the perfect model that would mm-hmm. be pretty turnkey mm-hmm. if you're passionate about it, mm-hmm. you know, to, yes. to run with it. And how, um, so you just slipped in there that you are, that's what you're doing for Pinehurst. Oh, right? <laughs> So did you already find somebody that wants to purchase that one or we did? Okay. Um, so yep. So we put that one up for sale as part of the franchise. So it'll be officially our first franchise location. Um, and we had, we had, we had a big interest in it, um, right when we listed it, uh, yeah, uh, which was exciting. Amazing location. Yes. It is right there. Yeah. We pulled in Friday night to go to dinner down there and I was like, is C cups open? And it wasn't, (laughs) and I was very sad, but I mean, it's just right there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you could get a better location than Pinehurst. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's great. Um, so we, you know, we met with a lot of people and, um, there was, several investor types that just wanted to own a piece of Pinehurst and that really wasn't what we were looking for. Um, I wanted somebody that, you know, was going to be in there and had a passion for cupcakes and baking and, um, and yeah, so it's one of our team members. Oh, that's exciting. Awesome. How You couldn't ask for something better than yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm super excited for her. Her name's Lauren. Um, and uh, it should close this week. So congratulations. Yeah. That's so exciting. Um, I'm really excited for her because we, you know, in the beginning, we had um, team members that were working with us and they loved the job, but they just never saw it as a career. So um, we really wanted to build something where they could see it as a career and have some ownership in it. Um, so that kind of all fell together too so super excited that it's one of our team members yeah that's amazing and you know that they've already been trained they know the practices Mm -hmm. they're bought in to the whole process especially for your first franchise like that's comforting to know absolutely (laughs) and then you can kind of tweak your training and stuff along the way too and be like oh I need to make sure I do this for the person that doesn't know (laughs) exactly yeah yeah and I mean I can't tell you how many times this week already that I was like thank god it's Lauren because I'm (laughs) you know I am figuring out the franchise part of it too Mm -hmm. so there is a little bit of a learning curve there um so to have Lauren there and she already knows me well and she knows how I kind of think and work and um I hopefully I don't make her too nervous with the, oh yeah, also (laughs) (laughs) record this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's how I was wondering. I'm like, Lauren, write this down before I forget. Yeah. She's like, okay, got it. Yeah. (laughs) That's how I was wondering if you like had already written stuff out in like Mm -hmm. a book. Cause I don't know if I could ever do that. Cause so much is in my brain. I'm like, get it out of your brain. If I've learned anything in the past two years, get it out of your brain, get it out of all your people's brains Mm -hmm. and create a playbook. Right. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm working on right now. 
myself. Yeah. hundred percent agree with that. Which is so hard to do when you mm-hmm. are not, uh, it's not needed. It's not urgent, right. you know, until it is, or you decide to do something like this and you're mm-hmm. like, okay, I have like, to get shoot. this all out of my brain. You know, I'm the only one who knows this. There's so many things that our director would do and know and know the process. And I'd be like, I mean, yeah, I could figure, I could get in there and figure it out. But she knew how she was doing it. Mm -hmm. I would have done it differently. I'm like, I need all of that out of your brain and on paper. Mm -hmm. Not really. It's digital, but yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? It's, there are so many moving pieces, at least in our business. And I'm sure obviously with both of yours, because so many people do different things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so it would be really hard for one person for me to go back and be like, how would I do this? No, somebody's already figured it out. Yeah. Because we have delegated it to them. Figure out the most efficient way. Mm-hmm. Now you have to write it down. Yeah. And yeah. it's funny because even your employees don't know all the things that you do. And like I promoted someone within my business recently and I was like, I want you to do this role. And then she was doing it. And I was like, oh, well, when you do that, you, I also do this before that and this and this and this and this and this. And I just had to like <laughs> tell her. And she was like, oh, like she didn't realize the hours that went into it beforehand Mm -hmm. and all the things to consider uh before you just do it it's not as simple as making cupcakes Mm -hmm. and yeah (laughs) Yeah. ringing people up there's (laughs) you know all the ordering Mm -hmm. for all your supplies that go into it yeah and food costs and knowing Mm -hmm. all that and how to predict when to raise your prices and yeah it's a lot (laughs) (laughs) things you learn along the way i'm sure Mm -hmm. now are there a lot of people who are inquiring you know, all over the country or is it, are you finding it's in certain spots? Um, we have had, it's kind of random. So usually when they, um, build franchises, they stay within a, in a region. So they're like, okay, so the Southeast and I'm like, well, I have an inquiry in, um, Texas and in, um, where is it? Uh, Minnesota and Florida. And so they're like, okay, and you're in Montana, so okay. Well, maybe that's what's going to work best. And and it's military spouses that are moving away, and they love. They have a passion for baking too, and they love sea cups and our story and our brand. And um, so yeah, it's going to grow organically. I mean, <laughs> that could be life changing for so many people. Yes. And not even just the owners that will change their life and their whole family and their legacy, but bringing C cups to a military community Mm -hmm. where then they can have that ripple effect on people who come in Mm -hmm. and get to share in the brand experience that, I mean, this is huge. Yeah. Yeah, it could be. I mean, and that's what we hope for because we just really want to give people opportunities to own something um, that they can build and, and grow it however they want, however it works for them and, just in having an affordable option for them. Um, yeah. Yeah. So with the franchise, we were talking with Luke and there's like an upfront fee mm-hmm. and then you, the, the franchise E mm-hmm. <laughs> pays a percentage of the profits. Yep. Um, and that is like, you set that or whatever they advise you on how to set that. Yeah. It kind of goes on a, you know, they do some research on what other franchises are doing and in those costs and, adjust it from there. So that's something that they figured out for me, luckily. Um, and yeah. Yeah. Are you going to have any requirements for it? Like I know lots of franchises are like, it has to be in a town with Mm -hmm. this number of people, or are you just letting whoever can afford it and wants to do it? 
Yeah, there are it. some. Yeah, there are some guidelines, and and I will also go and and help them choose the best location and work with them and oh. um, kind of you know. So you're figure that totally out. involved with, in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's fun. That's hard though in a community you don't know because you're like, I don't know if this is a good area, right? Or not. Yeah, so it'll definitely be um, working with them who know the area and mm-hmm. kind of looking at places and um, yeah, looking at all the logistics of it. And, and what made you switch your downtown Southern Pines location from Pennsylvania? To Broad Street. Broad Street. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, we really did have people struggle to find us on Pennsylvania. It is right downtown there. but like around um, the corner. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, (laughs) okay, so you're going to come over the railroad tracks (laughs) and we're directly on the left. Mm -hmm. Um, But, um, and then a lot of people visiting from out of town, walking around, they just don't hit those side streets. Um, So getting onto Broad Street, we had a bigger location there too, um, which we were I mean, we're in 800 square feet on Pennsylvania. Yeah, it's just um, a little... And we almost doubled it uh, yeah. moving over there. So how we ever did it in that small space, I have no idea. But we did for 10 years, so yeah. it it worked. Um, yeah. Now, were you waiting for something to come available on Broad? Or did something come um, available and you were like, yes, we're going? Yep, yeah. I kind of always was like, wow, it'd be really nice to have that spot or that spot or... Um, you know, and then that came available and I was like, huh. And we were in the process of moving to Montana at that point. Oh, oh. yeah. I was going to um, say that was about two years ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, that was, that was fun too. So I was like, Oh, look at that. That's nice. That would be a great little spot. And looked at it and I'm like, Oh, and of course my husband's like, yeah, what could go wrong? I know. I can't, <laughs> I, I don't know. We're moving know. cross country. <laughs> I can't remember what, I can't remember what it was before, but did it have a commercial it was kitchen? A, or? No, we put all that in. And, um, it was a hair salon. Yeah. And that, but I mean, the Pennsylvania, um, shop was a real estate office. So we pretty much transformed both of them. Um, At least a hair salon has more plumbing for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. me sitting here thinking about all those details of like, okay, the plumbing. (laughs) Yeah. Now will all the, um, the new C cups, will they have the same aesthetic? Um, I want to give for the most part, yes. Um, but I do want to give them a little bit of, uh, flexibility and add their own personality and spin on it too. Um, but for the most part, um, there's a pretty set, you know, the color scheme mainly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, What will they have leeway on or have you decided um, yet? (laughs) Um, well, I think leeway on, um, just like, you know, Southern Pines has the horses and, um, I think of people biking and stuff like like that. And then, uh, Pinehurst, the golf and stuff. So I think just bringing Mm -hmm. in, um, just different aspects of the area, um, like in Montana, huckleberries is a huge thing. So I'm like, okay, I have to have a huckleberry cupcake, which nobody else will have, um, because they're not in huckleberry nation. Um, so just little things like that. Yeah. What's your favorite flavor? That you make. Oh, that's the hardest question. <laughs> have you seen I have the so menu? Many. I yeah. know. 5,000. Yeah, I have so many flavors that I love. Um, so it changes. Probably Bananas Foster was definitely mm. one of so my favorites. Um, strawberry Dream. I like the fruity ones or like vanilla base. I'm not a huge chocolate fan. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the Mocha Me Crazy with the espresso buttercream, I could mm. completely eat that, even though it's chocolate cake. Um, yeah, so more of the fruity ones. I love that you guys, especially with the growing dietary needs that we're finding out people mm-hmm. have too, that you offer that 
personally because I can go get me a gluten-free cupcake yeah. whenever yes. I want. Yeah. And even like we did our gender reveal, we used you um, and for our older kids to know what... I think I don't remember which kid it was. <laughs> anyway, regardless, <laughs> I found out if it was a boy or a girl and I went there and I was like, do you have enough gluten-free cupcakes? And you can, can you put the color icing in the middle of it so yeah. I can take all my kids a cupcake? And that's, that's how, so we, fun. how we did it. And they were just like on it like that. Like they yeah. were like, no, I've got to make some gluten-free or, I mean, I gave them like 15 minutes and oh, they, wow. they were, <laughs> you were like, go that right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, because I didn't plan ahead and I didn't know I was going to find out that day, but yeah. like they did a blood test. And so I found out what I was having. Mm-hmm. And so I hadn't like, and I'm just not big into like gender reveal parties mm-hmm. and stuff. Cause I'm like, you have a baby shower. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't think people care that much about what I'm having. Um, it's a boy or it's a girl. It's a boy or it's a girl. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that's the most exciting part of I being do too. pregnant is finding yeah. out. I know. I just feel bad with like, I want you to come to my gender reveal, gender mm. reveal party and bring me presents. Oh, and then here's my baby shower and bring some more presents. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Gender uh, reveals weren't a big thing when uh-uh. I like for your first two. No, or even probably I don't even Caitlin. Think yeah. Caitlin. Yeah, I no. think my kids are almost thirteen and eleven, and that was not a thing. We just found out in an ultrasound and told everybody. Told yeah. everyone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. just Exciting. called everyone immediately. There was no. Mm-hmm. I don't even think we texted it really. Maybe T nine <laughs> texting at that point. <laughs> yeah. So that's how I found out because it was a blood test. Because you know I'm old. And so <laughs> they do all those blood tests. Right. And they're like, oh, by the way. Oh, it was with Bo. That's who it was. Because they're like, oh, by the way, you're having a boy. And you guys, I was like, hey, is there any way you can put some blue icing? I'm just right around the corner. I remember watching that video. <laughs> yeah, because you guys were on Pennsylvania then. And I could just walk through the alley behind my building. Oh, nice. To come to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were like, yep. And so I just walked over and then they had it done. So there's... Great stuff. And you guys have always been very generous and helping with like donations when mm-hmm. we did some fundraisers and um, just a lot of fundraisers within the community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Caring hearts for canines. Yeah. And that, yeah. That's the, what I was going to ask about next, like how you came about doing the fundraisers and bidding on the cakes and what your best fundraiser has been. Um, so, well, it really started, um, with the idea of growing a business and, um, in fundraising and in giving to uh, nonprofits. So with my mom having breast cancer, um, I quickly realized how expensive and um, hard that is for not only the patient going through that, but the financial aspect and the family and everything. Um, so I found the um, cancer care fund in Pinehurst and decided, okay, we're going to have the C cup cupcake, the profits of that go to that organization. And, and that'll be our fundraising. Um, of course, we give to different places that need gift cards for auction or for um, raffles and things like that, too. But I wanted to have like a specific um, plan for, for giving back to the community. Um, so it started really in the beginning um, with that. And then a couple few years ago, again, I'm terrible with dates, <laughs> but... Um, I had a team member that was, she was mainly doing all of our cakes and she created amazing things and she was doing a marathon for, um, and her, her, um, her purpose was to give to the brain cancer foundation in New York. And, um, she's like, can I make cakes and, and do 
a cake auction every week. She's like, I'll run it. You know, I'll, I'll handle the auction. I'll do the cake, everything. I was like, sure. She's like, and then I'll just give you the money for the cake. And then the rest of the money will go to the organization. I was like, no, like a hundred percent of it should go to it. That's a great idea. So she started doing that for, um, I think probably about nine, 10 months or so she was, she started that. And then, um, she ended up leaving and moving to New York with her husband. And, um, we just kind of carried that on and then decided to do different, uh, foundations every month. So we would raise money for them for the month and then donate, um, and that when once I moved, it became really difficult for the team to keep up with that and all the other orders and everything. So I had to come up with a new idea. Um, and they did a great job for a long time, but I knew it was really stressing them. Um, and I didn't want that, of course. So now we're doing um, a new cupcake every month, which with as many flavors as we have, it can be difficult at times to come up with new flavors. Yeah, but, I'm impressed. Um, Every time I see one. (laughs) And we just started that. I think July was the first month where we started that um, with the watermelon cupcake, which was Mm -hmm. a huge hit. Um, And so we just pick a different either family or organization each month and donate all of the proceeds from that cupcake to their organization. And are you coming up with who you want to donate to mm-hmm. and the cupcake flavor? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I just, I don't know, added another thing to my plate. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And, and the team does help with um, coming up with flavors and ideas too. I always ask them like, is there anything you're passionate about that you want to want us to donate to? And um, yeah, we kind of work together, but um, I kind of finalize the recipes sure. and everything for the cupcake flavor. Yeah. Do people approach you about it or you just choose organizations you're passionate about and like how far out do you plan all of that? Uh, I wish I planned it out further than <laughs> I do. Um, and it's always in my head, of course, but I, I need to be writing it down. Um, but I, I just plan out a couple months really. Um, and I have people that will hear about it and then, um, message me and ask how they can, apply and I'm like you can apply by giving me your name and organization <laughs> just <laughs> and if you have right like an Instagram yeah yeah just send me your info <laughs> and I'll look into it um isn't it funny so, how sometimes the perception is that it's so much more organized oh, yeah. and like well thought out <laughs> and than I it love is. that people think that yes. like that's so nice that they <laughs> think so highly of then me. you're doing a great job <laughs> of portraying that yeah uh, so so yeah um and then a lot of times I'll like ask for people to nominate people or organizations as well. And, you know, my name is Sarah Lankford and I have Encore Theater of the Pines. (laughs) I'll send you a DM later. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Shoot me a DM. (laughs) Put you on the list. Um, Yeah. So that could be a fun cupcake theme. That's what I was thinking. Something like theater, like... Well, grand opening night, something. Possessed. And you probably already have one for October, but we have like a murder mystery. So I was trying Ooh. to think of like a. Oh my gosh. And it's called Playing Dead. And it's about like, um, like a pageant thing. Mm-hmm. And so, Ooh. yeah. So I'm feeling like a good collab Ooh. coming on. Yeah. That could be a cool <laughs> one. Yeah. <laughs> With like spooky and stuff, but you probably, I'm sure you have October figured out. <laughs> Get on the wait list. <laughs> apply. Yeah. Apply. Just apply by DM. <laughs> so great. Um, and I asked that question about who all runs that because with you leaving, I'm sure that was a really big decision to make, mm-hmm. of course. You're mm-hmm. leaving your baby businesses mm-hmm. that you've poured your whole life into. Mm-hmm. Not whole life, but well, you know what I mean. Part of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, how involved are you now? And what 
what does it look like now that you're physically not here? Um, it's a lot of text messages between me and Kaylee and Val, um, pretty much daily, but they, they really handle the day to day. Um, as far as like ordering, scheduling, scheduling, all that stuff. They'll kind of get to a point where they're like, oh, so-and-so asked off, you know, like, and they have trouble and Mm -hmm. I kind of like help them figure that out. But for the most part, all of the day-to-day things are handled by them. I still run payroll. I still do um, not really the bookkeeping, bookkeeping, but I get all that stuff together and and handle like the admin stuff mainly now and Instagram and Facebook. I do most of the posting for that stuff um, with help. I was going to say, Katie. so they have to send you like pictures and videos. Yes. Katie goes yeah. and still gets yep. your guys' content, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Collab so with she Katie. Does. Just another plug <laughs> for plug. you, Katie. Every, Every podcast. It's okay. We love you. <laughs> yeah. So she, um, she's she been awesome. We brought her on uh, not too long ago. Well, oh gosh, almost maybe a year ago, almost. Um so she'll go and get content for the main page, and then I'll kind of pull stuff from that for Southern Pines and Pinehurst because we have three Instagram pages currently. Yeah, so you have <laughs> like she your was like, one, and then yeah, Southern and then the and Southern Pines Pinehurst. Yeah, she was like, "You, you, you, what? <laughs> three? I'm like, I mean, okay. Here's my thought process behind it. She's like, okay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I can see her being like that. Like, well, okay. She's like, okay, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. So, so do you enjoy that side of it? I do because I'm sure that was a huge change from being like hands-on. I know you don't identify as a creative, but (laughs) creating cupcakes and Mm -hmm. being there. I mean, it's a whole sensory experience too, being in the shop Mm -hmm. and now you're like working out of your house, I'm assuming, right? Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. And I do, I do like it. I've kind of settled into that role. Um, and it's been fine like this week being back and like yesterday I opened Southern Pines on my own. Like they let me open on my own. They let you. That's sweet. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, but I need to know how much to bake. Like I have no idea. I'm completely out of touch with the day to day. Um, so she gave me a list of what to bake and what to do. And I'm like, okay. And I'm in there like sweating yesterday morning. Yeah. Like I can't mess this up. So but much it's like riding a, riding a bike. You just get back in there and I still have it. Yeah. <laughs> Mama still got it. That's is right. It, is it stressful when you come back? Like I, I know a couple other local business owners that don't live here anymore. When they come back, they like, I can't imagine. I hear some <laughs> horror stories <laughs> sometimes. Um, it, it, it's it's kind of stressful, but kind of not like they just have it together and it's you people know? you and trust. I, so it's comforting. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's funny. I'll hear, you know, like some of the team members will get nervous, like, Oh, oh no, oh, like Janelle's sure. coming. Like and some of them I hadn't <laughs> even met yet. There's right? one girl that I still haven't even met. I'll meet tonight when we have a, a team get together. But, um, so yeah, it's like, is she scary? Is she mean? And I'm right. like, I mean, I don't think so, but <laughs> I'm biased. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I, I do the same now because I've outsourced like, okay, my dance director hires the dance teachers, my music director hires the music teachers. And we just had a big group meeting and picture and I'm like walking around introducing myself and it's like, it's kind of ethereal. It's weird. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like, hi, I'm your big boss. But then I feel like I can't like reach out to them about stuff because they're going to be like, oh, no, Sarah, we're in trouble. <laughs> we're in trouble. Mm-hmm. Sarah contacted me. So I'm personally doing the same thing, trying to find the balance of like mm-hmm. being personable with them so that they don't feel like if I contact them, it's 
really worse than it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we so. do have a pretty good um, communication line. Like we have a big group text with everybody and I'm always included. Well, I think there's probably other group texts. Yeah, that I'm not included. <laughs> That's but the there is one where all, we're all in the group text and I try and keep in touch. And, you know, I'm still watching all the messages that come through on Facebook and Instagram. And I usually respond to all of those just to take that one thing off of the girl's plate Um, so I'm kind of in communication with them, but still, you know, texting with them and I hadn't met some of them. So, um, so yeah, I try and keep the lines of communication open and how big is the team? We have 12 right now. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, the, your girls Mm -hmm. sort of Mm -hmm. mostly, right? (laughs) Um, they are in charge of hiring. Yes, we we have a, a bit of a process um, for hiring because I've learned my lesson with just hiring whoever comes in warm bodies, right? Um, so yeah, we're past those days. Yes, because yes. I think COVID presented an issue like that. I'm yep. sure COVID was a whole thing for mm-hmm. your industry, but yeah. So um, they'll Kaylee and Val will each interview um, a candidate separately, um, and then if they like them, if they pass. Kaylee and Val, I'll get on a Skype call with them um, and kind of meet them too and just get a feel. And then, um, and then from there, they go back to Kaylee or Val and, and they hire them on. So, um, yeah. So everybody it's has kinda, eyes yes. on the candidate. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Everybody gets a feel, yeah. feel for them. So. How's that going to work for the franchising? They're just going to be in charge of it completely mm-hmm. for the Pinehurst? Yeah. They would, they would be in charge of it for their individual stores. So. Yeah. And I'm sure that will be part of the coaching too. It's like, here's what I look for when Mm -hmm. I'm hiring and here are the things that are must-haves and here are the things that we can train. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to go back really quick and touch on, you were like, well, we didn't have Pinehurst then. So I want to hear the story (laughs) about the wild hair you got to open Another wild hair. (laughs) Right. Because it's only 15 minutes. 10, 15 minutes Mm -hmm. from your other shop. Well, not only that, but it sounds like you're moving... You know, you're doing yeah. all the things and then. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we were already talking about moving out of state, um, within, you know, a few years. And I of course went to my husband, like what, why, why should we do this? Because <laughs> he's like, well, we have to, and I was thinking the same thing. Like we wanted to see if we could duplicate the shop, if we, if it could be successful again, or if it was just like, this just happened to work in this one location with this team and right. Um, this demographic. Yeah. So we, we just wanted to see if we could duplicate it and if it would be successful. So I guess in the back of my mind, I always had a, like, I would love to have, you know, grow the business and have shops in in different places. Um, really had no idea how or how that was going to happen or anything, but you know, it all comes together apparently. (laughs) Woo. Um, the universe just makes it happen. So yeah, that, that, location came available and Caroline at Cameron and company next door for years has been, you have to come to the village. You have to come to the village. And so she happened to come over to Southern Pine. She's like the location right next door is open and it has, it's been empty for a little while and it would be perfect. And I'm like, Oh, well I'm going over to Pinehurst later. I'll just walk by and see it. I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is perfect. Yes. This is literally (laughs) Um, the perfect location. So yeah, I inquired about it and then it just kind of Oh. <laughs> um, um, and then, yeah, it just kind of came to be. It yeah. just came to be. It came to D- be. That day where you like, this no, is it. it. Was, no, it was, you know, kind of in the back of my mind. And then, um, you know, Caroline again was like, hey, 
It's still sitting there yeah, empty. It's, it's waiting for you, basically. What was there? Um, before, it was um, some sort of like linen, like high-end linen bedding. Type so it required some renovation. Store. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and was it for sale or for lease? Lease. Okay. Yep. So you're doing all of the upfit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. That's a big undertaking. Yeah. And, and I, I try and keep it as minimal as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, with all the locations, I never wanted to go into debt. I always wanted it to be a cash business and, um, not have to worry about, um, debt and all that comes with that. So, um, yeah, we just kept it as minimal as possible. You're like, we'll and start with an easy bake oven. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Some good cupcakes. <laughs> it's funny. Our very first oven at the Pinehurst location, what I bought on Craigslist for $800. And I'm like, I mean, I hope it works. Yeah. I don't know. Well, yeah. I was wondering that. And I wasn't sure if you were willing to talk about that since you kind of just started it on a whim in Southern Pines, you know, having the finances, if people are thinking about starting something and doing it debt free, because that was a priority for me too. It was yeah, like, it's definitely mm-hmm. ideal. Yeah, to do. But it. you have to have the funds to do it, which means even if you're not thinking of starting a business, you're squirreling away money. Or like for us, I was just blessed enough to work a job that made me good money, mm-hmm. so we could be like, yeah, sure, let's just open a school. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you have to be intentional with where your money is going. Mm-hmm. So, was it just squirreled away for a little while? Um. Yeah, I guess I I guess so. Yeah, once we once I kind of had the idea, we started. Um, but I was also fortunate enough to have Scott working in the military, so right. he handled Stable all. Of, yeah, he handled all of our household expenses. I just had to worry about the business, so mm-hmm. that's a huge thing too, um, which definitely made it easier on me. Um, so that's what I focused on having the money for that, and um, I think that takes a lot of the pressure off. Knowing that one person out of the two of you, 50% of you has a stable income Mm -hmm. that will provide for your family and the roof over your head. Yes. So we're able to take those risks Mm -hmm. and hopefully they'll work out, which they have for us. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, and that's why I started it five years before you retired because I was like... I need to make sure that by the time you retire, I can actually be paying myself (laughs) and making money off of this. Cause you know, they always say it takes five years for a business to make money, which I don't think it has to be that way at all. Mm -hmm. I don't know why, who they is and why they say that. Um, well maybe that just makes people feel good. Maybe that if they're, you know, if they're in the red for the first four years, they're like, (laughs) I'm where I I should be, you know, but no, I agree with you. It doesn't have to be that way. Mm -hmm. No, it doesn't. And and, you know, you make mistakes along the way that mm-hmm. you're like, oh, OK, well, that cost me way more than it needed to. Mm-hmm. And the person that suffers is clearly the business owner. Yep. That it's like, all right, well, I guess I'm not making a salary, <laughs> you yeah. know, yeah. and continue to carry on. Right. And you don't really have anyone to share that with, except, you know, your spouse. I don't know how it is for you in a family business, but, you know, I'm not sharing any of that with employees or our management team. It's just kind of like, yeah, we ate that. And right. Bought a new AC. I mean, everyone knew you had to get a new AC. There was a right. crane bringing it in. But yes. So is that what was going on? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. They were like, oh, you need a new AC unit. We'll drop the crane off on Friday. I was like, a crane. I was oh, like, oh, I am not looking forward expensive. to this bill. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. But you, you have, I mean, there is no choice. Right. You, you have to have AC. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> Yeah, so, you know, the new lighting console we wanted to get is on the back burner for mm-hmm. a while. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're either going to have 
wonderful lights that are going to make it real hot or AC to keep you cool. Yeah. What, <laughs> Sorry. Do you, what do you want? Yeah. Yeah. I think that is really incredible though, that you were resourceful enough to say, no, I don't need this super high end oven. We're going to start with this, mm-hmm. get things going. Yep. And it, whenever it has to be replaced, then we'll be in a position where we can replace it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We definitely started with bare minimum, like minimum. We pulled up the carpet from the real estate office and we had concrete floors for a little while until mm-hmm. we could afford to put flooring in. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had a lot of family, or not family, but friends who felt like family, feel like family, um, help us. They were in there painting with us and yeah. ripping up carpet and building walls and displays. And um, so, yeah, w- we were super fortunate to have the community and, and the friends we have. And I think that's a really important lesson because a lot of people don't want to start until it can be exactly how they envision mm-hmm. it instead yeah. of saying, no, I'll take this small step, you know, we'll have concrete floors. I, that's not what you envisioned, mm-hmm. I'm sure, ultimately, but that will get you to a place where you can make some money. Mm-hmm. And then when that can be a priority, you do it. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be what it's going to look like in five years right now. Right. right. You yeah. have to think about if it's going to affect the product concrete floors does not affect the quality of your cupcakes Mm -hmm. (laughs) people will still like the cupcake Mm -hmm. and yeah not to say that they didn't notice the concrete floors i did have one lady walk in and said do something with your floors oh put some drapes on the window and walked out the door i was like i'll get to that (laughs) ma'am oh geez yeah i was like okay whatever you can't please all the people i never noticed the concrete floors in the pinehurst (laughs) i can't even remember what the floors look like Uh, this was the southern pines one the first southern pines early on yeah oh okay yeah wouldn't have been here then yeah (laughs) (laughs) well you didn't have to (laughs) yeah so i can't have to endure that we weren't subjected to your concrete floors (laughs) thank you for saving me from your concrete floors i would have been real worried about that you should have been like um ma'am that's the style yeah (laughs) jeez i had concrete in our studio when we first started yeah yeah the stained concrete Mm because i had limited funds Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah what are you gonna do yeah i mean we had the right dance floor but we had a concrete floor and we stained it and Mm -hmm. That's nice. Eventually. I remember that floor. Yeah. (laughs) And then eventually, you know, put the vinyl and Mm -hmm. you do what you got to do just to get it up and running. But nobody complained, (laughs) fortunately for us. We're actually just at the point, um, almost at 10 years where we have to replace the floors at school. And it's definitely not cheap no. to do Mm-mm. that. Um, and so we're like, do we do it in phases? Do we, but it's a school. It's, you have to do it when it's closed. When it's closed, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. So it's, can we, can we do it in phases? Probably not. We're just going to be like, <laughs> here's a bajillion dollars for new floors and please get it done this week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Quickly. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's, it's a definite juggling act, but like we were saying, you, you do the things that you have to do and you have to be smart about the way that you do them. Even if you are a type of person that's like, let's throw this out there and let's go and let's do it. You're still smart behind the scenes about how you're going to do that. That doesn't mean you're like throwing all your money to the wind right? Right. and spending all your cash on things that don't affect your product. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a big takeaway. Yeah. Do you have um, like peak seasons and lower seasons with the bakery? We are pretty steady year round. We do have a couple peaks like Valentine's Day and Christmas week. Well, the week before Christmas, um, things like that. Nurses week and teachers week is the same week. So there's mm. always a big jump there. But um, will you st- uh, try and staff extra or like as far as hours? Are you like you're working more? Um, 
a little bit, but no, nothing crazy. Um, it's not such a huge peak that um, we might bring one extra person on when we have three people. Normally, we'll have four that day or that week, but um, nothing crazy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, Luke and I, sit down and uh, plan out our order for you guys for our Christmas party that we do <laughs> for our teachers. We have it at Soiree, uh-huh. and we get. I don't know, something like 10 dozen mini cupcakes. Mm-hmm. And one of our favorite parts is to sit down and like go through the menu yeah. <laughs> and we'll each pick five or whatever alone. And then we'll be like, oh, okay, we have the same one. Let's go back through and figure out what we can do. Yeah. Um, and we just, we love that. And then we taste test every single one of them. <laughs> just to make sure. I mean, you have to make sure. We have sure. to taste them before the teachers get there to make sure they're not poisoned. Yes. <laughs> no, but we've, I mean, we've loved being able to to have you guys because there's nothing else really like you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, real quick before uh-huh. we end, unless you have anything else, but I want to hear the story behind C-Cups because you said that your husband came up with the name mm-hmm. and I'm curious what his his thoughts were you know I don't I don't know if I know his thoughts about it I just remember him saying it and it was um it was that same week when we were down visiting my mom yeah and um literally that weekend and he just he was like c-cups and I'm like c-cups like we couldn't do that that's and I'm like wait a minute breast cancer um pink you know like all the things just kind of kept flowing together and he never really told me um it might have More been as about, simple as C cups. Yeah. And he's <laughs> like, our last name's Canino and cupcakes and there's lots of C's. And I'm yeah. like, oh, okay. Yeah. Do people think you're a brawl business sometimes? We <laughs> do hear that. We don't, we don't hear it as often as we used to. Um, but, and then of course, a lot of people think it's cups, cupcakery. And sometimes I oh. correct them and sometimes I don't. Yeah. <laughs> it depends. Oh, right. <laughs> you're like, when going to cups. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, yeah. So C cups, make it what you will, yeah. right? Yeah. I like it. However you want to I interpret think of it that. As, yeah. yeah. I think of it as C cups. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I think the first time we used you was we did pink alicious, you know, where she turns pink yes. from eating oh, too many yeah, pink cupcakes. Yeah. So we got a bunch of pink cupcakes from so you guys fun. the day before the world shut down. Oh gosh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Actually, if we have a second, yeah. um, how was COVID for you guys? It, um, it wasn't bad. Cause you were honestly. also moving. Um, right. it was before we moved kind of probably right in the beginning. Wait, no, it, we were still here, but we were in the process, um, of moving. Um, yeah. So, but honestly, the community in this area is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. They really, they kept us busy and for no good reason, they would come in and buy gift cards just to make sure that we were going to be okay. They would buy cupcakes and send them to the police department and the fire station and, or other businesses and just went out of their way to support us and all the other businesses in downtown. Um, I mean, the community just was amazing. I, I can't thank them enough. Um, not surprising. No, it's not. I mean, it's just, yeah, it's awesome. I love it here. Not for no good reason. It's because our community supports small businesses and they know, the heart and soul of what makes this community amazing mm-hmm. and yeah. they want small businesses to stay alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. So how long did you have to close where you couldn't cook or serve? At we all? never closed. No, we never closed. We went to curbside pickup, um, delivery. Um, I just so happened to start an app like that 
maybe month before. You're just you throwing can... all the surprises at us. <laughs> I know. I'm like, oh, tell me about this now. <laughs> yeah, it just so happened to to get this app and um, to where you could just order online and choose for delivery or pickup or curbside. And it just happened to go live like that month before. Um, yeah. So things like that just <laughs> fell right into place. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, we need some of your energy. We need some of this, like everything fall into place <laughs> energy. I like it. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I guess I'm just laid back and I'm kind of go with the flow and it'll work out for the best is kind of always been my attitude. And, um, yeah, seems to work out. Yeah. Good. <laughs> I yeah. love it. Well, thank you so much for coming. Thank you for having me. All the way from Montana. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know that worked out perfect it did. for you to be able to come here. Yeah. We're so happy that you could come in. Thank you so much. Thank you. And we will tag and link all the all your three Instagrams. Yes. <laughs> um, and probably the website that has to do with franchising. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. Yeah. All, all right. right. Bye. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.